Welcome back to Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. It's Tuesday morning, the 18th of July, and obviously the big stories in the bush is the health services. Um, Dr. Maria Bolton is joining us this morning. She's the Australian Medical Association Queensland President, and there has been a press release from the government that is a boost for regional maternity services in Queensland. Now, these recommendations were made at a ministerial maternity roundtable, and some have been adopted. Some of the outcomes have been well-received, but there's still a long way to go. Uh, Doctor, good morning, and thank you so much for being with us. There's no two ways about it. We're behind the eight ball before we even begin, but there has been some acknowledgement and the hard work of this roundtable committee and doctors having to go to Canberra, go to Brisbane to sell what is going on in the bush has finally seen some shift um, in their mindset and they're going to try and address these issues. Yes, good morning. And um, AMA Queensland also travelled to central Queensland last year yep. to uh, visit those on the ground at Gladstone and Rockhampton and Bundaberg because um, we'd had uh, calls from some of our members there and we visited our members but we also spoke to um, women who had delivered under the bypass. So it was, it was just a really good exercise in, I guess, seeing firsthand what's going on and um and you know it is it is a crisis and there's definitely not enough workforce um to basically be able to operate the maternity services that people need in Queensland particularly in uh, regional and rural and um and it's good to see some funding from the government um, and it's also good to see some of our initiatives that we actually put forward at the round table but also through our state budget be adopted. Maria, we're talking about Gladstone, we're talking about Theodore, we're talking about Chinchilla, we're talking about uh, Longreach, and, and and this is where men and women, you know, Dolby, shut. people have to go to Toowoomba. I know full well, I was at Condamine and Mandara when my first two kids were born and they, we had to go to Toowoomba um, to give, give birth for the children. Now, you can't have people living in regional areas without the correct services. And you talk about that drive along the Bruce Highway between Gladstone and, and Rockhampton, that 100Ks that people and babies being delivered on the side of the road and and the, the drama's going on like that. Now, this has been going on for two, for two three years. We, we've seen a change in the health minister in this, in this time and now they've come out with these five initiatives and that's fine, but... Funding to train 20 GPs in regional, rural and remote areas to complete advanced obstetric training, I mean, that's just not going to happen by clicking the fingers and that must be the frustrating thing for you. Um, we understand that they want to try and fix it, but let you, how do you fix it right now? I mean, on the ground, babies being born today, how, how does that get fixed right at this moment? Yes, and, uh, and ensure there's enough uh, towards the future. And I guess, for example, in Gladstone, um, the crisis really started in 2018 when the private services closed and um, and the state government and Queensland Health were warned that that would put too much of a strain on the public system. Um, so they were encouraged to, to support those private clinicians, um, which um, which didn't happen. So um, that also contributed to it. And um, we're also calling for a, you know, like a long-term sustainable workforce plan to ensure that there's enough uh, midwives, nurses, doctors um, to, to ensure that especially with all those new 2,500 beds that the government has announced to ensure that there's enough workforce. But really in the short term, um, there's been um, one of our recommendations was to introduce statewide accreditation, which the state government did announce as a digital 
fortunate. This will enable people to, for example, who are working in Brisbane, to uh, work somewhere else, so in a, in a separate hospital and health service district, without having to go through the onerous accreditation process. So once you're accredited for one hospital within the state, uh, you'll be able to to do some fill-in work in other hospitals. And I know that there's many um, doctors that would gladly go and spend some time um, somewhere else to help out. So that's something. The other thing is uh, recruitment. Um, We need to make Queensland the place to be um, and also uh, look at the incentives that um, the state is providing because, you know, every state at the moment is screaming out for healthcare workers and and I guess we need to remain competitive. But I guess the other thing is, and probably the biggest thing is that those maternity units that are currently open must be supported because I keep hearing time and time again that um, they're under strain and that some of them are only a resignation away from from, from going on bypass. So, it, uh, you know, the first step would be to support those those workers in those units to do what they do to ensure that, um, you know, they're not working 24 hours straight to ensure that they have access to leave when they need it um, and um, so that they stay in the regions and, um, and so that we don't have a bigger problem that we have now. We have a phenomenal university at JCU and we are training doctors who are born and nurses and midwives and we've got charleable happening with the nurses and we really are trying to create and breed our own but that takes some time um and 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 i love the fact that we're doing that 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 course that the medicine course out of out of townsville and and in brisbane mind you is exceptional but we want to try and you know train doctors that are bred in the bush men and women who want to who who want to be there and want to start there but talking to the doctors in 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 Longreach, for example, they are out on their feet. Um, they're, they're working seven days a week. Um, you know, they've got to live in the town. They've got to be a husband. They've got to be a wife. They've got to communities. A- anywhere you go at the moment, they're stretched. And then you've got the, the scenario where there isn't doctors in these towns, where there's telehealth appointments and they're getting doctors in Brisbane. And if you live in Tambo, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be discriminated against. So, it's all right to say, you know, like, and they come up and I get the digital passports and I get, you know, I get that between being able to move between that and train more. How do we get it fixed now? Can we get some, can we let some doctors come from overseas? Can we get more locums here just to give our local GPs who are the backbone of the bush just a break, just a weekend off? Yes, and and that's certainly um, certainly true, isn't it? Like they they do everything in town. They they provide uh, general practice care. They provide anaesthetics, obstetrics care, emergency care. They're everything in those towns, and uh, and they they do you know they do do a lot of the heavy lifting. And uh, and without them, those towns, you know, where would they be? And uh, I know that the state government is recruiting overseas. Um, I know that, however, that. The, the accreditation process to have people starting to work in Queensland does take longer than, for example, places like Canada. So it is something we're asking for just to streamline those processes. And um, I've worked with many doctors that have um, done their training overseas when I was in Mackay, and um, and they were wonderful. And uh, I know that our health system, especially in uh, regional Queensland, survives because of those international medical graduates and the, the great work that they do. And, and once again, and they also need support because sometimes, you know, they're living in a new country, um, sometimes in a new culture. And, uh, and once again, it's about supporting them so that they form 
um, they plant roots so that they stay in those communities and uh, we definitely do depend on them and it needs to be made easier for them to, to come into the country and uh, get accredited. And But uh, certainly it's, it's incredible the work that um, that doctors in those rural and remote communities do. And, uh, I, um, and, and, you know, it's true. And people that tend to come from those communities and people that spend time in those communities as medical students and, and doctors in training tend to stay in those communities. And that's exactly yeah. what happened to me. I, I did some training um, in Proserpine, and it's no accident that I ended up working for 10 years just one hour south from there. So it really does help to to gain that experience throughout your uh, medical schooling and your univer- and your um, hospital training. And we have supported. Uh, I know that there's also University of Queensland who's also got a regional um, medical student training program that we've, we've supported as well. And we believe that's really important to attract the new generation of doctors to those areas. I think you're right. And, um, geez, you've got a big job ahead of yourself, Maria. Um, it, it, you know, and we appreciate you making um, some waves and, and, it, and it getting – the voice that it needs, uh, the five initiatives funding to train 20 GPs in regional, rural and remote areas to complete advanced obstetrics training, new Queensland Health Digital Passport, as you just mentioned. Um, so, you know, clinician, uh, doctors can move between hospitals to work to assist filling workforce gaps, review, reviewing Queensland's health locum policies to maximise incentive options. We need that for the regional workforce and more funding to train doctors, nurses, midwives on best practice women-centred care and collaboration and boosting First Nation midwifery models of the care services across hospitals and health services and Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities. So that that is just so important as well. Appreciate your time. I don't know where you start and where you finish, but you're there and you're going and you're peddling. So I appreciate it, and I know that the bush is thankful that we have people like yourself on the ground every day fighting for the cause. A long way to go, but really uh, some great initiatives to start off with, and let's hope that this opens the can of worms that we need to continue them. Thank you very much. Good on you. Maria Bolton, AMAQ president, doing a fantastic job as a government press release. We might get it up on our Facebook page as well, but gee whiz, at least they've acknowledged it. So we're going to take a break, come back. This is Rural Queensland Today.